Everybody, welcome back to another episode of War Stories from the Music Front. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and today I'm joined by Lauren Weissman, who is sitting somewhere Southern California, I'm guessing. Right in Santa Monica. Good guess, Michael. I can see the palm trees and, and the ocean over your shoulder there. Life sucks. <laughs> not today. Not today. No, no, not at all. And you're doing this from a public Wi-Fi spot. That's even more amazing. It's a, it's a great Wi-Fi. They've got, they got some connection here. So cross our fingers that Skype doesn't screw up on us here but um so today's war story you had you had a little idea that you you threw out here and uh what was it i wanted to talk about there was a band that i worked with a couple months back and they came in after getting a domain name that was their band themusic.com and then their facebook page was facebook.com 305 they hadn't even changed the fan page so it was still the numbers their twitter was named after one of their songs their youtube page was the name of one of their band members and then they came confused saying we have all the elements just like you talk about just like michael brandfold talks about but nobody's catching this and nobody's getting this what you know what are we doing wrong and I kind of thought that it dial. Well, I thought it, it does dial back to the the basis of uniformity in the first steps of branding that you take. And too many band names that the only thing that they do is they say, "Hey, let's jump on and see if the domain name is available." But maybe instead of before buying that domain, to step back and say, "All right." Does another band have this? Does another brand have this? Is this same name available on Facebook, on Twitter, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, YouTube, and you know, LinkedIn going on? Do you have the ability to start your brand off in the easiest way to be found, in the best way to cross-market, cross-brand for SEO, for social media optimization, everywhere in between? Or are you sending people on a treasure hunt and they're never going to find the treasure? Lauren, you just took all the fun out of forming a band. <laughs> all of the fun out of starting a band is sitting down in the bar, getting drunk, picking a band name and going with it. Now you're saying we've got to research and do all this work before we even do that? Yep. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, you know, and and yeah, I'm sorry. It does take all of the spontaneity and the fun out of naming your band, even your business or anything. But in this day and age, you really do get yourself a laundry list of names and start Googling it and see what comes up. Start Facebooking, start Twittering, start YouTubing, see what comes up and who else is out there. And and I've seen too many bands go, well, the name is taken, but I can put the in front of it. Well, all right that doesn't solve your problem because they're still known as the band's name and you're now going to be the. So <laughs> exactly. that, that, that's not your solution. That is a name you cross off. If, if you have to put the in front of the domain name or you can get the .net, but they have .com, cross that name off. It doesn't matter. It, how are you going to be found? <laughs> how are you going to be found? I mean, yeah, it, it, it really does take all of the excitement out of rock and roll. But if you're serious, this is the stuff you got to pay attention to. You know, I had I had a client um, a couple of years ago. Um, I'll name them. They were they were local because the band really isn't in existence anymore. They're a band called the San Francisco Music Club. And, you know. <laughs> cool name it was it was a takeoff on the Buena Vista Music Club 
So we started, you know, batting around before everything was going. I'm like, all right, let's jump on Google. Google San Francisco Music Club. Well, Jesus, surprise, what comes up? <laughs> all these bars. And I'm just like, you know, you've got to be aware. If that's the name you pick, you're an uphill battle to get yourself found on Google. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of SEO work, a lot of content strategies to get yourself up to that first page because you're you're fighting against bars. You're fighting against music clubs. And I just said, listen, I want you to be aware of this. It's your decision one way or another, and I'll, and, 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 and I'll put together a plan, whatever you do, but I just want you to know this is the battle because you don't want someone six months later coming, well, how come we never got on Google's homepage? You never told us this. No, here you go. I'm telling you up front. They went with the name. I, you know, it's a cool name. I, I love the vibe. I loved everything they were doing with it. And uh, we spent about a year making that battle. And we, we got on to number one search result on Google for San Francisco Music Club. And we had multiple results coming on that first homepage. So it was sort of like it was, it was, it was a nice triumphant success, you know, a year later to sit down with the band and go, yeah, you know, remember that that meeting we had and we were questioning it. Well, we, we stuck through, we fought, we kept this plan together of content and strategy and website and Facebook and YouTube. And and look at you now, you're up there. <laughs> and uh, it was a battle. But then the band sort of went into, you know, like a lot of bands, a permanent hiatus of band members going and doing other things and, and, and whatnot. And just over the weekend, I noticed they were playing a show. They had a one-off show. I went to the website to see what the details were. Website was gone. Website was down. <laughs> and I was, you know, and I emailed the, 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 the lead guitarist. And I said, hey, FYI, I don't know if you're aware, but your website's gone for San Francisco Music Club. No, I wasn't aware of that. Okay. I think we kind of talked about that in a previous war story of being aware, auto-renewing stuff. But then he's like, "Ah, it's not that big of a deal anyway. We don't, you know, we don't use it. It's gone." It's, and I was just like, you know, I I didn't tell him this, but here's the reality: is you built up all of that SEO juice, all of that search results, all of that traffic. And to just shut it off is just like flushing the toilet and it's gone. At least you could take that domain and redirect it somewhere else. You could put some of your own info. Your, your, you could turn that website into your own personal website. But don't. And, and now this is directed to all of our viewers. Don't just give it up. Just because the band is history, don't flush the domain away. Keep it. <laughs> There's still traffic coming in, and maybe you want that traffic to go to your personal website, a new band's website, whatever you want. But you've got to think about these things as 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 you're as you're picking band names and you're looking at your brand. I I also had this wasn't a client, but it was somebody who had reached out to me about um, possibly hiring me. And uh, first thing I do when someone reaches out like that is like I do my own little quick ten minute. Let's Facebook them. Let's Google them. Let's YouTube them. And I couldn't find anything under his name on Facebook. And we got into a chat in on Facebook, and I started asking him questions. Turns out he's got literally like 35 different Facebook pages under various different names because he wants to test which name is going to work best and oh which one's going to get the most traffic to it. 
I was just rolling my eyes, just like, you know, that's not the strategy you want. And he was just bound and determined to prove me wrong that, yes, it is. I've got all these different domains, all these different Facebook pages, all these different Twitter accounts, and I know what I'm doing, and I've got audiences everywhere. I just said, well, how big are your audiences? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it, it does it does come into that too about the misspellings the ideas of when you're coming up with that band name and i remember being in some bands in the early 90s and it, there it was a little bit more fun it was sitting on bar napkins there was a different type of energy about it the internet wasn't really there and prevalent and you could work on branding in a different style but it's 2014 people need to wake up and realize this brand how is it going to be taken in or is it going to be mis, uh, misspelled I, I see some of uh, some of these bands I, I worked with a band last week went into uh, went into a recording studio and they said we're really proud of this name and this misspelling I said okay have you bought the domains to point people to this misspelling the different ways that when, when they spell it correctly not your misspelled way where I mean, do they end up? Yeah, toward the end of my, my career as, as a session drummer and producer, when websites were coming up, I had 19 different misspellings of LaurenWiseman.com. And it's because I have more misspellings of album credits of my first name or last name being misspelled. And right off, on the, as soon as I understood what domains were, I'm like, okay, L-O-R-N-E, L-A-U-R-E-N. Oh, well, it's not a girl's spelling, but somebody else Doesn't might matter. They don't know that. You know, your, know, exactly. Your band in any in any way, shape, or form, however it can be misspelled, putting together that uniformity in the in the early stages, having those misspellings, and thinking about the things. Okay, well, we're this. We're not that brand. But that brand shows up. I always tell people with their early names, go into YouTube, just type in the name of the band, and see what's coming up. Because if you go into YouTube and you see something that has 500,000 to 700,000 views, there is no way that you're going to capture high rankings in YouTube with videos yep. under your name. Yep. You know, I mean, it's, it's the, sa the same thing in Google. You can do, like you talked about, you can do all that SEO work, but if you do this work from the beginning, your SEO work is going to be that much easier. Yeah, and here, here's a little tip. Um, obviously, when you start your band, you don't know if you're going to be huge, successful, whatnot. But as things start growing, keep in mind, you should go out there and get the derogatory domain names. Exactly. Like michaelbrandvoldsucks.com. You know, <laughs> brands will do that. They go out there and buy these domain names that are derogatory because if you strike it big, somebody's going to hate you with a freaking passion and is going to start a website with your name saying sucks, is terrible, is a loser, is a cheat, whatever it is, and they're going to, and listen, you can fight a legal battle and get it taken down, but it's fighting a battle. It's a oh, lot it's, it's a lot easier up front to just buy a bunch of domain names for 7 bucks a year and do nothing with them. What can you do each month? I mean like with those 7 to 9 dollar domain names once a month. What you know, just like you said whether it's a negative one uh, you know another derogatory one or something featured in this city. You know, the, the, the band name and then another city. All these, they're little steps. They're completely inexpensive. They're something you can put on your calendar as a reminder, and it's all good juju. <laughs> and, and, and listen, we've talked about it before, but the most important tip, and it still happens 
month after month. Set all of your your domains to auto renew, people. Auto renew. So you don't have to get the email and remember to go renew your domain. Auto renew. You just get something that says we just charge credit card $7. The domain is yours for another year. Done. No worries. I can't tell you how many big time professional bands, labels do not auto renew stuff. And <laughs> when the when the domain expires, immediately your website disappears and it goes into a holding page and basically you've got i don't know exactly how it works but you've got like an x number of days to get in there and renew that domain before it actually gets released back out into the pool for other people to register take and away from if you. you are popular there are people who are sitting there waiting for popular domains to expire and take them the second they become available for no other reason than they know you're going to have to come back and pay them to buy that domain from them. And it's not going to be a $7 renewal fee. It could be a $7,000 selling it back to you. There's they, nothing one, one, you can do about it. <laughs> and one other tip that, that with the domains, with the auto renew, and this is something I've been hearing more and more in, the, in, in recent months. When you're putting together that band name, when you're starting to, when you're starting to search it out, go through the... Get through GoDaddy. Because there are those same trolls out there that if they see something's being searched on, they're going to go automatically buy it up with their company. I've talked to a lot of bands. I've seen a lot of articles about this more recently in the last six months that people are saying, wow, I was searching this domain name out. I went away for a couple of weeks. I came back. It was purchased. It was parked. And what I could have gotten for $9.99, somebody's now asking for $199. So be careful when it comes to that. And, and again, I think, Michael, you're in agreement with me on this to everybody. It's not taking away the creativity and the fun of finding that band name. It can still be a fun thing. It's just putting in a couple extra memorable and reminder steps to make sure that the optimization and the reach is going to go as far as it possibly can. And you can start up in the best way as possible with that name. Yep, exactly, exactly. I mean, remember, the name is everything to your career. If if it's not consistent through everything you do, you're just going to have a battle. And at some point in time, you might get signed and a record label is going to go, it's just such a mess, we're going to just start you with a whole brand new name. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, work it all out up front. You'll uh, be very thankful. All right, Lauren, that was a good one. Let's uh, let's check in in a couple weeks and let's do uh, another episode for everybody. Maybe we'll have some more war stories to share, good and bad. Sounds good. All right, thanks, everyone.